Ladies and gentlemen, to you lovely, lovely fellas, fellas, fellas out there, I woke up this morning with a tear in my eye, a smile on my face, warmth in my body. You might be saying, Sal, why is this? Because, well, let's see. On Monday morning, I end up waking up and somebody, somebody in the Discord, somebody in our Patreon ends up sending me a message over on Twitter, Shady Jukes, that they won $6,500. And Shady Jukes is dominating over there. He used the Patreon tools. He ended up playing on Superdraft. He said he did all the things that we're trying to preach here, go to the contests that make the most sense, and bam, a contest that he would have not have finished second place on DraftKings with the equivalent type of a lineup because there would have been 30% more people. Okay, so I wake up yesterday morning and I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Get another DM, $3,000. Somebody in the Discord posts about $3,000 our first place win in that second tournament on Superdraft. Okay, now I'm smiling. People are actually putting some money towards student loans, putting some money towards their actual real life things just by playing fantasy sports and taking advantage of Superdraft and the tools. So now, and you can see where this is going, I wake up this morning, I'm like, okay, all right, I'm not going to check my phone and see. Normally, I wake up to a DM, somebody asking me like a fucking Twitter question, somebody saying that they won like 50 bucks, 100 bucks, all the wins. Celebrate the wins. That's why we got the money if you're watching on YouTube right now. The money in the background, right? Celebrate all the wins. Sometimes people are just asking me about content and potentially working for me. Things like that. I get another DM this morning and I open it. And I say, okay, it's a screenshot of Superdraft. Let's see what this is. Bam! Second place finish. Another patron. $6,500. So, in a matter of the last three days, and this is just from people who reached out. A first place, $6,500. A first place, $3,000. A second place, $6,500. Three days in a row is what we have right now. The patrons. The money is flowing on the screen behind me. We are rocking it. We're dominating Superdraft. Ain't no Nobody eating over there like these motherfuckers. Man, oh man, I am so happy. I cannot tell you how much. Like, I put a lot of work into the tools. I put a lot of work into showing up here every day because I love to do this. And you guys allow me to do it by watching this. And it is so awesome when that final product, that final product of using tools, using information, is actually paying off in a real way for people. This has been happening for a a long time now, right? Basically, since I've been doing this. This is why I think we've had success. Not only is it entertaining and quality information, you throw those two things together, you're having a good time winning some motherfucking Dollaruskis. But man, it is just so cool when parts of the community actually can take down big wins. Look, $6,500. You might be a millionaire out there watching this. $6,500 for a lot of people. Even if you are a millionaire, that's a nice TV. $6,500 is life-changing money for people, right? That can pay depending on where you're living. Your rent for a year. That could pay your rent for a year depending on where you're living and how much you're splitting. That's insane. I'm... Look, I don't start off shows just saying this type of stuff. We get right into the analysis. So if you're brand new here, I apologize. You're getting a little bit of a rant. But this is three days in a row that I've gotten actually to wake up. Every time I get those, I I reply back, let's fucking go. I'm so happy. And I I, want to scream through the scream. That's amazing. Makes me so happy. Yeah, if you if you want to get into it, we got tools down below. If you just want to try out Superdraft, they're going to sponsor this show. They continue to not have their contests to fill. And yeah, it looks like if you're a patron, that's the only way you're going to be towards the top of these leaderboards these days. I saw some other people in the Discord, like a like an OG Galaxy in there. He ended up turning, I think, his $11 into $90-something I saw this morning. 9X, 9X, 9X you're buying. Let's fucking go, yo. So yeah, check it out, Superdraft. Check it out down below if you want to. You can get a, a slow drip format, a free money bonus up to $500. You just use the code SAL. It's all linked down below in the description. I'm so happy for you people, and I'm so happy to see even more people winning. We added a lineup optimizer for DraftKings right now to NBA and PGA, so the tools are enhancing. We're trying to give as much value as possible. That lineup optimizer right now is just for all patrons until the end of, until the end of February. Maybe I'll even uh, add it into the patrons just forever, right? Now we have a ton of tools in there. We're adding even more, so check it out. Come join the community. Come join the family. The La Familia. Like, subscribe. Do all. All those things will be live at 4.30 p.m. East Coast time today. And with that all being said, let's hop into the quick injuries, and then we'll scroll down through the top 12 early plays today. So lots of injuries on a nine-game slate. Eric Gordon and Oladipo are going to be questionable right now for Houston. That's a pretty big impact. Could help John Wall and a lot of other guys, Sterling Brown, out there as well. In Charlotte, not too far from where I am at right now, Devonta Graham out again, and Gordon Hayward is questionable. If Hayward is out, well, then you get LaMelo Ball playing like 38 minutes with all the usage, like one3 Fantasy point per minute production. You get Miles Bridges, Malik Monk taking some steps forward, PJ Washington, right? You have the 
entire team, the super spreaders. I have the Spurs written on here, but I have Aldridge, so it's like two times I put the Spurs, I guess. Aldridge is questionable. But the super spreader Spurs, the super spreader Spurs, they don't have Keldon Johnson. They don't have DeMar DeRozan. They don't have Rudy Gay. They don't have who else is out there. They don't have Keldon Johnson. All these guys are out. The super spreader Spurs, they're still out for health reasons, uh, but we're going to get some guys out there. And they have enough guys right now to field the team. You have Aldridge questionable, but all those other Spurs are out. So, yes, DeJounte Murray is priced up, but deservingly so at 7400 uh, Patty Mills is too cheap. He's potentially going to start and play 30 plus minutes as a good point per minute producer, right? You're going to also have Lonnie Walker out there who's hasn't been a great point per minute producer, but now if he's going to play 29, 30, 31 minutes today, potentially even start, they might only have eight bodies. If there's no Aldridge out there, then go right back to Yakupoto. They might only have eight bodies and half of those bodies might be G League bodies at this point. So the super spreader Spurs, check them out. Uh, Kyle Lowry missed again, but, 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 and this is a big old booty. The news from Nick Nurse was that Kyle Lowry now is leaning closer to probable. He said that he's in between probable and questionable. So he's getting closer to play and he's actually expecting him to play tonight. So there goes our run on playing Siakam and getting a 48 burger from him last night and investing in him over on Jock Market. Cam Reddish was doubtful yesterday, then missed. Questionable today. If he misses, Kevin Horder gets that big bump upwards as well. Rajan Rondo is expected back, so that can cut into it a little bit. Tyler Hero missed yesterday. Goran Dragic and him are now questionable for today. And this is a big one that might go under notice to start the day. John Collins left yesterday's game with a concussion. Second night of a back-to-back, it's a concussion. I doubt he plays tonight. You saw Gallo start the second half for him. They can run. They can play around with some of the rookies that they have out there, some of the rookie center slash power forwards. But if there's a chance that Danilo Gallinari starts at the 5-4 tonight and he's going to start closer to the basket against a smaller Boston team, there's a lot of upside for that because we know Gallo can play 28 or 30 minutes. There's just been blowouts, him coming off the bench, not being able to get there. You get Gallo to play 26 to 28 minutes in that 4K range. We'll talk about it. It's going to look pretty, pretty, pretty good. So let's hop into the top 12 plays. Again, these will be updated throughout the day for news. And when I finalize my projections on Patreon right around noon today, somewhere around there, so you can check them all out if you want to pay attention to that. So the first guy is going to be Mr. Kendrick Nunn, who Kendrick Nunn over the last two games now one of these games went to overtime, but he's been balling out. And this is going to have to see no Tyler Hero or no Goran Dragic. Dragic has been out or doubtful most of the games the last couple of weeks. Now he's actually questionable. So if they were to both miss again, Kendrick Nunn, who is priced up to 6,100, he becomes in play for me though. He played 35 minutes in a regulation game. Then he goes out and he plays 40 minutes in this past game. He's just getting a ton of usage right now. He's not even shooting well and he's putting up good games, right? You're going off of a 46 fantasy point game, a 51. This is obviously going to come down, but the price point is still too cheap. If we can start to project Kendrick Nunn for a minimum of 34 minutes, right? Not even shooting well, th- shot 39 percent in that last game uh, he ended up shooting seven of 18 but the shot attempts 14 14 14 18 over these last couple of games playing 41 31 40 and 41 minutes now one of those games includes some overtime but that is good to see the assist percentage is now spiking upwards a little bit as well so Kendrick Nunn right now is our number 12 play if there's no Drogics if there's no hero if hero ends up playing in this game at 6200 hero actually will get really close to if not just taking this 12th spot over him there's going to be some guys that don't make the top 12 of course and they're still really strong plays top 20 top 15 all of those you can find my rankings my interest for DraftKings and Superdraft, projections, the optimizer, all that stuff is in the tools in the description below over on Patreon. You can check it out just one click away. Number 11 for us is going to be Mr. Mike Conley. And Mike Conley, the thing that we said last time, and he was on this list and he wasn't like a standout play, but he was on this list to start the day. Point guard eligible only gets the Lakers today, expecting a close game. He came back on the 19th, his first game against the Clippers, plays 25 minutes. They basically, 25 and a half, he checks out with like a half a minute left. So probably would have played 26 minutes in that game. They were basically putting him in there for like these six and a half minute stints to basically start each quarter. That's how you can control an injured player's minutes. But now Mike Conley, then he comes out, he shoots poorly, right? Four of 11, 36%, but he scores you 32 fantasy points at $6,000, plays 29 minutes in a game that absolutely blows out. They beat Charlotte by 32. He ends up checking out with a minute and a half left in the game. So in that game, he probably would have played 30 and a half to 31 minutes. So the minutes are all the way back for Mike Conley, it appears. And this is a guy who on the season is playing very well. Now, again, he's at the exact same price point as Kendrick Nunn, playing a very similar position, the exact same position. So I'm going to be taking Mike Conley over Kendrick Nunn today. Mike Conley on the season is having one of his better fantasy point per minute producer seasons in a couple of years now at this point, Mike Conley averaging 1.12 fantasy points per minute in a 
23% usage rate. I like to see it. The minutes are all the way back, baby, at 6,100. Number 10 overall play today is going to be the guy that we ended up fading yesterday, but I'm not too sold on him again today because we have some other value. We have all of the Spurs are fucking value today. But Sabin Lee, Sabin Lee, whatever his name is, I ended up fading him yesterday. He was like 3,200. He scores you like 32 or 33 fantasy points. He goes for basically like 10x. All right, slap across the face. That didn't work, but we still had a good time on Super Jeff. We still ended up profiting on both sites. He was a fade for me because he was insanely highly owned. We had other pivots like those those centers out of Dallas yesterday, right? That were, honestly, they were cheaper. They graded out better. They were centers. So I, I ended up going with some of those guys. Sabin Lee played well, but he shot well. So this is something that you have to keep an eye on, right? There was no Wayne Ellington yesterday, so that ended up getting him some more minutes. He came off the bench, so that kind of gave me a little bit of hesitation with Dennis Smith Jr. starting, still getting you there, but only played 18 minutes. No Wayne Ellington, but Sabin Lee, he just shot well. Like you, you've seen two games now where he's been really cheap, so it doesn't matter if he doesn't get as many peripherals. But if the price point is going to start rising from when it was the min price a couple days back, so now it's 3,800. We can't just get in the, getting these games of four assists and three rebounds and then rely on you ending up putting up 21 points like you did yesterday, right? Because if he only puts up yesterday, let's just say 10 points with some guys coming back, he's not shooting 73% like he did yesterday, 58% like he did the game before. Like these are pretty high shooting percentages. Let's say he has a game where he shoots 40%. Well, then his performance of 35 points in that last game is actually going to drop down to nothing terrible, but it's going to drop down to like 20, 22, 23. Now the price point coming up, it's a little bit more hesitant. So Ellington rested yesterday. He didn't have an injury. He should be back today. Ellington, I mean, he's not going to play a ton of minutes. Maybe he plays 24 minutes somewhere around there. I'm going to be interested to see if Sabin Lee starts today. But either way, at that $3,800 tag, I'm not interested in the 2X multiplier in Superjaff. He'll project out in like the 20s for me. It's nothing crazy. That was nice to see. The other thing that was nice to see for Sabin Lee, he closed. So like, even if Dennis Smith Jr. starts, you don't have that closing run for Dennis Smith Jr. It's now evident. Dennis Smith or, or Sabin Lee in that game, he played 28.7 minutes. He played the final, the final 16 minutes of the game, including the entire fourth quarter. So, I mean, he got 16 of his 28 minutes at the end of the third quarter when he checked in all the way out from that. Now, there's a couple things to keep in mind here. When he checked in, they went on a 10 to 4 one, right? And then during the fourth quarter, they were on a 10 to 3 run. I do think they'd rather have him out there than a guy who makes a lot of mistakes, turnovers, and Dennis Smith Jr. They're going to give Lee a chance to actually show he won't turn the ball over. So there's parts of it that are, yes, I mean, they were on a hot run. They were on a 20 to like 10 run at one point in the fourth quarter trying to build their lead. They ended up beating Orlando by 12, but parts of it is just he's going to be in the game. So he's the number 10 play. Our number nine play is going to be Gallo. Gallo checked in last night as well for an injury. They ended up losing by one to Cleveland and injured John Collins. John Collins got hurt in that game right at the end of the second quarter. And you saw Gallo check in for him. And then you saw Gallo start the second half for him and play the first nine and a half minutes of the second half. Now, the interesting part here is Gallo's still cheap, but he didn't close the game out. He ended up playing like the last, I don't know, like 20 seconds of the game. Sure. But he didn't close the game out. I can, I think there's some reasons as to why is that right? So don't look too much into Solomon Hill. I don't think he starts. If he starts, then maybe there's some value there, but Solomon Hill was playing a lot of the fourth quarter end of the third quarter, but, 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 and this is a big old booty. They started on the fourth quarter on a 11 to three run and then went on an instant five to zero run. So they ended up going on like an 18 to six run in the fourth quarter, this Atlanta team. So it's a little bit confusing. They're not all the way yet back on Gallo's minutes. If he starts at the four, I like to see that. You might see Solomon Hill start there. So we'll see what they end up doing here. But Solomon Hill's minutes definitely peaked up. He played 22 minutes in that second half when you ended up seeing John Collins miss. But Gallo at this point, you're going to project him for like 0.9 fantasy points per minute. If he plays closer to the basket, closer to a rebounding rate, yes, next to Clint Capella, but a smaller Boston team. And yeah, they might start Tice and Tristan Thompson next to each other. But generally speaking, smaller team that when they're not on the court together, you're getting like Tatum at the four. So Gallo, if we can, if we can just project Gallo for like 26 plus minutes, that's when it starts to look good. Although, although these Spurs are going to make it hard to even get to him. So track the status of Collins, track that starting lineup for them. Our number eight overall play today is going to be Jared Allen. Jared Allen on the opposite side of that game last night, yet again, big minutes, 34 minutes, closes the game out. Jared Allen end up, ends up shooting five of 11, 14 rebounds, two assists, a steal and four blocks in that game. We've kind of been saying it about Jared Allen, right? We said it yesterday. He looks like one of the top plays. We also said it about having some interesting Clint Capella, but we'd rather get to Jared Allen. The price point is spiking up at 7,700, but how are you supposed to stop getting to Jared Allen? You're going up against Houston today. 
it's going to have P.J. Tucker at the five. There's still no Christian Wood, and they're not playing. They're not playing DeMarcus Cousins. They're trying to trade him. So Jared Allen still doesn't have to play with or really never played alongside Drummond, but Drummond, Larry Nance, uh, Kevin Love is probably never going to play again in the NBA, at least not for this team, right? You also have Torian Prince, questionable after missing yesterday again. So there's nobody to steal this rebounding rate. They started Dylan Wilder at the four next to him yesterday. They're having Chetty Osmond come off the bench and play at the four. The rebounding rate is going to be all the way there for Mr. Jared Allen. He's having a 26% rebounding rate, but every game that he plays without these other fours on the court, he continues to spike more and more upwards. He's averaging 1.23 fantasy points per minute with all these other centers and power forwards off the court. He's 7,700 against the Houston team that his biggest threat is literally P.J. Tucker tonight. You should be seeing 10 plus rebounds and a double-double like that out of Jared Allen as long as he doesn't get in foul trouble and the game stays close. He's at 7,700 for me. I'm projecting him for 32 minutes and he's starting to look really, really good. Our number seven overall play is going to be somebody that looks right in the exact same price range. He's at $100 more for a center. It's kind of a coin flip on which one I like more now because they're approaching the same price and it's going to be Clint Capella. And this is assuming that the concussion is actually a concussion for John Collins. And that means he's probably not going to play tonight less than 24 hours later. And if that's the case, you're going to see Clint Capella fantasy points per minute this year, 1.31 fantasy points per minute, the rebounding rate with no Collins next to him. And maybe now it's a Solomon Hill. Maybe now it's a Gallo. The rebounding rate's going to look nice. He has a 35% defensive rebounding rate with no John Collins next to him this year. Trey Young's fantasy point per minute production goes from 1.37 to 1.46. So he's somebody you can go to on the upper range. It's kind of a, a weaker slate for payoff options. Like Sabonis is 10.5. You have Curry up there doing his thing and Trey Young right around 10K. But not that many like solidified studs up there, in my opinion. You know, your Giannis, your Luka, those types of guys, your Jokic and those types of players, Harden, all those guys. So yeah, I think that Clint Capella at 7,800, if we can now project him for the big minutes that he's getting, right? So people still don't want to keep going back to Clint Capella. Look, I like Clint Capella when he's not $8,500. When he's not $8,500 and doesn't have ownership, I think people will go to Jared Allen over him. And I think that's fine because look, they grade out pretty similarly for me. But the minutes are there 33 31 32 and 37 that's all i need to see just give me big minutes in a matchup now against boston and there's no john collins next to you he has a clear advantage over daniel tice he has a pretty clear advantage in my opinion over a guy like tristan thompson on the offensive end of it he scored 39 points in that last game clink only scoring 12 real life points 39 points in fantasy only scoring 12 real life points why because he picks up 16 rebounds 13 16 10 16 rebounds right he's had a double double in seven straight games to this point he's basically a walking double double clint capella right now at 79 or 7800 is a strong play the price point actually dropping these last couple of games because he's only been getting you 40 fantasy points instead of the 50 burgers that he was dropping like a week ago that's very much in play tonight capella if you can project him out for 32 to 33 minutes he's going to look very good for you now we get into our top six our top half plays and if you're still here with me i think you are i think you're rocking with me on the podcast and the YouTube channel. How you doing? Today is National Tortilla Chip Day. So go ahead and celebrate that. There you go. If you stayed midway through, got yourself a little bit of a treat. Celebrate some tortilla chips. Oh, 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 you're gluten intolerant, right? You're anemic, whatever it might be. Get yourself them grain-free motherfucking ones. Those ones made with chickpeas or, or or nails or whatever the fuck they make them with. Get your iron out of them and do what you gotta do. I appreciate you. If you're still here, like, subscribe, do those things. And that notification bell, right? Tap it. So 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 you tap it, it makes it look like the bell's ringing. You'll be notified of when we put out content on this channel. I'll be going live later today at 4.30 p.m. East Coast time, breaking down this slate even more, covering some injury news, and we can talk about Super Draft. We can talk about anything you want, DraftKings, of course. So check it all out. Tools down below to help you out. We now have an NBA lineup optimizer for DraftKings. I'm excited about that. You can check it all out down below, all included in the Patreon package. So our number six overall play is questionable today. So I'll, I'll let you know what happens if he's in or out. So if you're watching this later and Gordon Hayward gets ruled out, you know what to do. So Gordon Hayward at $6,900. The price point keeps dropping. There's no Devontae Graham out there. You saw Terry Rozier have that cool off game, scoring 50 points every single game. People are excited. You don't have no no interest in him? No, he's $8,000. And they get you 19 points because he doesn't shoot as well. You have LaMelo Ball up to 8,900. Looks fine if you want to get there, right? He's playing big minutes, 38 in the last game. But with no Devontae Graham on the court this year, Gordon Hayward is averaging 1.07 fantasy points a minute, and he's playing a decent amount of minutes. You're getting Hayward currently questionable today, but the price point keeps dropping for a guy you can put into the small forward spot who's over a fantasy point per minute producer. Got hurt in that last game. The game blew out. He only plays 26 minutes. Still gets you 34.25 fantasy points. Shoots 15 
15 times. So now as the price point continues to drop, you just need Gordon Hayward to get you 35 points and he's looking good out there and he's averaging close to 1.1 fantasy points per minute and he's going to play you in games where he's not blowing out, where he's not getting hurt, 32, 33, 35 minutes. That's kind of where he's been right now on the season. Gordon Hayward is averaging 35 minutes per game, a 25% usage rate. So if Gordon Hayward is in today, I like Gordon Hayward at 6,900. I like him to play 34, 35 minutes. If he's out today, well, then that's when you can start to get to some of these other Charlotte guys. Value starts to open up. Malik Monk, eh, right? Miles Bridges, sure. LaMelo Ball all the way up top. Now is going to start to average 1.3 fantasy points a minute, take on a lot more assists, take on a little bit more of a rebounding rate. So Gordon Hayward, if he's active, my favorite play from Charlotte. If not, I would probably lean to go to LaMelo Ball and he starts to push up towards this top 12. Now we get to our top five, top five, top five, and it's going to be starting to get to some of these super spreaders. I have it in my notes right by my head. The super spreader spurs. So you don't have DeRozan, right? You might not have Aldridge. He's dealing with an injury. You don't have Kelton Johnson, another great player in this offense. You don't have a depth piece of 20 to 22 decent minutes out of a guy like Rudy Gay. You don't have Derek White, who would have been a fantastic point per minute producer with these guys off the court. So you're going to get DeJounte Murray. We don't have a sample of all these guys off the court, but I'm going to project him for close to 1.3 fantasy points per minute because in some of the samples without DeRozan, without without guys like Kelton Johnson, he starts to average like 1.2. So the price point is up there. But if you're going to get now Murray playing 35 minutes, somewhere around there, averaging close to 1.3 fantasy points per minute per game against this Oklahoma City Thunders. Yes, the San Antonio Super Spreaders are going to be going out there today and having a lovely time. And DeJounte Murray's ceiling is very much in play. His floor at 7,400. He's going to project for close to like 40 points for me today. So I like it a lot at 7,400. And now if we get to the top four, you're going to start to see some of his other teammates popping up here. Lonnie Walker, not a great fantasy point per minute producer this year, right? Like 0.75, depending on when you look, depending on how you take guys off the court. But he's $3,700 today. And let's just look at what the depth chart is. I don't know exactly who's going to be active today because we don't know what's happening with Aldridge. But if we go over to the San Antonio Super Spreaders today, you can end up seeing that you're going to be having DeJounte Murray, Jacopoto. Let's just say that you have Aldridge out there. So that's three. So he cuts into Jacopoto. So they kind of like neutralize each other in terms of minutes. Patty Mills, Lonnie Walker, even Devin Vassell, the rookie is out. Trey Lyles. Then you get to the seventh guy in Bates Diapo. And then at that, you have Drew Eubanks, who's a third center. So like you're only, I'm not counting him, right? If there's no Aldridge, sure, you can count him, but then there's still just seven bodies. They're not going to play three centers today, in my opinion, unless they put Aldridge at the four some, then Eubanks picks up like six or seven minutes. And then they have Trey Jones and then they have Luca. Luca Semanic, right? So they got nine bodies and Trey Jones and Luca Semanic. Those guys might not play all that much. And if they do, it's going to be like, I don't know, maybe four, five, six minutes. So like legitimate bodies, if you want to count the for- former Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, Bates Diapo as a legitimate body, they got like seven legitimate bodies tonight. So yeah, Lonnie Walker is probably going to start. He's probably going to have to play as a shooting guard, small forward eligible. Even if he just plays 28 minutes, his point per minute projection is going to be around 0.8 just from increased usage, increased peripheral stats. At 3,700, 20 fantasy points looks good for you. I'm going to project him out for like 23-ish range, if not more. So Lonnie Walker, a top five overall play for us. If we go to number three, another spur, and it's Patty Mills. Why Patty Mills? He's a better fantasy point per minute producer than Lonnie Walker. In 164 minutes, and I didn't take everybody off the court, otherwise we won't have a sample. In 160 more minutes with no Keldon, no Derek White, no DeMar DeRozan. So I didn't take off Rudy Gay. I didn't take off Aldridge. Aldridge questionable, so we don't have to. Rudy Gay I didn't take off because we wouldn't have a sample. In 164 minutes, Patty Mills is averaging 1.18 fantasy points per minute. DeMar, or DeJounte Murray, 1.24. So both of those guys are great. But Patty Mills is a good fantasy point per minute producer. He's normally just buried on this team because they have so many good guards from DeJounte uh, to DeMar DeRozan, depending on where he's playing, to Derek White, to Keldon Johnson now playing a lot of shooting guard and small forward. So yeah, I mean, Patty Mills is arguably even a higher play than this at 4,300 over fantasy point per minute producer, likely to start. And even if he doesn't start, their rotation is like seven or eight and a half bodies, depending on how you want to count these G League players. So yes, $4,300 Patty Mills, our number three overall play. We now get to our top two, and he is two, Carl Anthony Towns at $9,700. 
$2,500. Here's the thing. Point per dollar wise, these guys that are in my top two are not going to grade out as the number one and two point per dollar plays paying for your buck, right? But it's factoring in that we have so much value. And now I just want to get up to the top end and see what we have there in terms of upside. So Carl Anthony Towns is on the second night of a back-to-back. And I know what you're already thinking. Sal, are you concerned? He didn't play for a while. Now he's on a second night of a back-to-back. His injury, it wasn't an injury, right? He was out not for an injury. It was because of health. It was because of COVID. It was because of his own mental clarity. He missed about three to four weeks. On the last time that he played and he came back a week ago, he played in the second night of a back-to-back. He played 37 minutes, scored over 50 DraftKings points. So no, I'm not worried at all. And we're getting Towns playing these bigger minutes coming off of a game where he just played 36 minutes, 33. There's, you no longer can project Towns for just 30 minutes. Start to project him for a season average of 32 to 33 minutes. With no Russell on the court this year, Towns is now up to a 1.41 fantasy point per minute average. And he's seeing over a 20% assist percentage now. So that's spiking up. He's seeing a 30% usage rate. So Carl Anthony Towns at 9,700. Yes, the price point's coming up. The 1X multiplier in Superdraft, not as interesting to me, but I feel good about the minutes. I'm not nerfing them because he's on a back-to-back. Again, played 37 minutes just a week ago on a back-to-back. I'm going to give Towns 33, 34 minutes. He's going to average around 1.4, 1.45. His only competition is going to be Wendell Carter, who I am a little bit worrisome for Wendell Carter, who had a good game last time out. He was on our top 12, but now Towns, somebody who can draw some fouls out of you. So I'm a little bit worried for Carter, but after that, who do they have? Who are they going to put? They're, they're going to put uh, Denzel Valentine. They're going to put Thad Young to try and stop Carl Anthony Towns. There's no Laurie Mark in him. Even that I wouldn't be worried about. Carl Anthony Towns in a good matchup. Price point is coming up, but now seeing the minutes and actually getting a little bit more efficient with his shooting. Towns are number two overall play and our number one overall play, the GOAT potentially, the number one overall play, LeBron James at 10900 The price point is now up. You might be saying, ah, he's so expensive. Yes, he missed the triple-double by an assist in overtime in that last game. Played 43 minutes, 38 in regulation. I'm projecting LeBron for 37 minutes. I'm projecting him for around 1.5 to 1.55 fantasy points per minute. Look, LeBron, he's going to play big minutes, games that stay close. This is a good team in Utah, potentially a playoff matchup for them. You still have no Dennis Schroeder. You still have some other guys like Kyle Kuzma dealing with some injuries. No Anthony Davis, of course. And at the end of the day, it comes down to the fact that I have money. I have money today. We just talked about so many guys who are, are values, potentially Gallo. All the Spurs are values. There's a lot more that we can get to in terms of values, depending on who starts for that team. Jacopoto at 6K can become a great play for you if there's no Aldridge. If Aldridge plays at 6K flat, he's a fantastic option and he makes his top 12 list, no doubt about it. But right now we have to see what happens with the questionable tag. Again, check back later in the day to see what happens on my Patreon link down below for any of those updates, patreon.com backslash Sal underscore Vetri underscore. So we have all the value already and we haven't even gotten more news. So I can get up. I can get up and pay for my most expensive player on the slate who's going to project out for upper 50s and around 60 fantasy points in LeBron. I know Steph is on the slate. I know Trey is on the slate. If you want to pair one of those up with LeBron instead of Towns, or you want to pair both of those guys up, Steph and Trey today, you'll probably get unique in that way. But I'm going to lock in the guy that's projecting out for like five to 10 more fantasy points than anybody else on the slate. That's why he is such a great play today. There's not that many other secure studs, if you will. Steph and Trey rely a lot on shooting. LeBron doesn't. LeBron is a triple-double threat, right? There's not that many other secure studs on this slate, not that we usually get. So LeBron is the number one overall play for me. A 1X multiplier in Superdraft, it looks okay. Not great, but okay. So thank you for tuning in. That was the Dollaruski dozen, if you will. The top 12 right now. We got the money flowing behind us because, man, the community is just fucking crushing it on Superdraft. Be sure to get in over there. Use the code SAL. They'll give you a free money bonus in a slow drip format. That is S-A-L free money bonus on Superdraft linked down below. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't wait to wake up tomorrow and see who the hell is going to be the next winner before I get on a flight. So here's the rest of the week's schedule. Tomorrow morning, there will be a video out from me, right? Friday, nothing. Saturday, Sunday, nothing from me. But we will have content for NASCAR, MMA. We'll have a video on Friday from Dylan for Stars and Scrubs for the NBA. I'll be traveling. I'll be heading up to the mountains in Maine. I'll be getting there Thursday afternoon, getting to Boston, then driving to Maine. And I'll be staying throughout the weekend. Going to be doing some hiking all day on Friday and Saturday, basically, all day in the morning to the afternoon. So that's where I'm going to be at. So Friday, there's not going to be a live stream. Tomorrow, there's not going to be live stream. So to get access to me, you find a live stream until Monday when I return on Sunday night, and then Monday will live stream 4.30 p.m. later today to wish me well, to talk about your lineups, to win the dollar ruskies, all that stuff. So that's kind of the outlook for the rest of the week. 
tomorrow video, nothing Friday, Saturday, Sunday for myself. But we will have the other guys on the channel taking care of you in those days. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll see you later on the live stream at 4.30. Crush the day, win some dollar Let's fucking get it. Happy National Tortilla Day to you beautiful people out there.